Let me share a little experience I had, you guys. <clears throat> I mean, Marlene was up here, and I know every time Marlene's up here, I'm, I'm going to see tears, okay? Because that's, that's Marlene, okay? She has a passion for the Lord, and, and that's just one of her ways of showing her passion to the Lord. I, right? At first, I was like, she's going to cry. She's going to cry. But uh, I got this text from Pastor Tyler, which we will pray for because he's battling this stuff that's going around, and says, hey, Rake, um, I'm not feeling well. Uh, can, you, can, you, can you step up to the plate and, and teach this Sunday? And I'm looking at my text, you know, and, and like most of us would go, okay, what do I do, Lord? What do I do? And, you know, it's just like right away God saying, yeah, what are you going to do in those words, you know? And I'm like, okay, we're going to do this. But I started doing that and agreed with God, which I don't have a choice, and, um, well, I do, but God, we know what we want to do for the Lord because he's so good to us and he's got so much to offer to us. But um, I, I, what do we do first when we're going to teach or we're going to preach or we're going to do something, that present something about God, our Savior, is we study, we pray, we get into our prayer closet, we pray in the Spirit. My message today is going to be on prayer. So Jesus said, hey... Talk about prayer. You know, that's what we do. So I started to get into my prayer. And what I meant about the crying part is I started praying, and, and then all of a sudden I started bawling. I started crying like a big baby. And, and it, it was like a, a vision of the 2022 went right past my mind. You know, and I started crying, and, and then I couldn't hold the tears. And then here comes my wife, I'm in the living room, and here comes my wife around the hallway, and she sees me, and I'm like, Are you praying? Yes, I'm praying. And uh, she then got closer to me and noticed the watery face, and she goes, Oh, she put her, I said, You're feeling the Holy Spirit? I said, Yeah, He's touched me. And, uh, but here's the thing that, that started in the morning. And it didn't end till I went to bed at night. It, I'd be doing something. I even left in my truck and went to go do something. And I went into a store and, whew, I started crying. And it was, you know, honestly, what I was feeling was just Jesus telling me, you're okay. Confidence is there. I'm your confidence. This is who I got your back. I'm with you. This is what you're feeling. You're feeling my love. And, you know, because of his presence, I mean, come on. You, you felt that too, right? You've had that moment, right? I'm not the only one, right? Please tell me. Okay. Okay, good. Whew. So, Marlene, I understand. So, let's pray. Jesus, we thank you for this day. We thank you, Lord, that um, we made it to 23, Lord, and Lord, I pray, Jesus, that we would make 23 even closer and bigger and broader with you, Lord. Use us, expose yourself to us, Lord, and just guide us, we ask. In Jesus' name, amen.
And Lord, we lift up Pastor Tyler to you, Father. We ask God that you touch him. One touch from you, Lord, and we are healed, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so these, sorry guys, I got all these notes and it's from a prior message. Okay, so we went through another year of Thanksgiving, Christmas, and on to a new year. Okay, we're, we're all into a new year, and, and we're always thinking, you know, and you always see it on the news, and you're always saying, yeah, what is going to be my resolution, you know? So, and we hear every year about these resolutions, and, and here are nine, nine common resolutions, okay? Do we keep a resolution? Who, who here has kept the resolution? Wow. One, two. Wow, three, okay. Three out of a hundred, that's pretty good. So, number one, exercise more. I tried that. Two, lose weight. I'm like Cassie here, I'm in Desiree, we're sweet tooth people, man. That's a good idea, pray before you hit the cookie jar. Get organized, is number three. Number four, learn new skills or hobbies. Five, live life to the fullest. Save more money. Spend more money. Quit smoking. Spend more time with family and friends. So we probably heard all those. We've probably tried some of those, right? I failed every one of them, okay? But we rarely have... Or we hear about the, the nine Christian resolutions, okay? We're always hearing these common ones that you see on the news, you hear from your friends, oh, man, this year I am going to work out every day. Yeah, right. <laughs> so the Christian's resolution. Here we go. Try this. Nine. Or think about one of these nine. Or think about a number 10 or 11. Teach with intelligence. Okay? Teach with intelligence. When I think of teach with intelligence, I think of all of, all of you. When I come to church, I get a lot of that. Pray for guidance. Okay? Number two is the one I'm going to pick. Pray for guidance. Three, forgive those who have hurt you. Okay? And uh, do you got those on the board by any chance? No? Okay. Let me, let me go back to teach with intelligence, the first one. If you're taking notes, go to 2 Timothy 2, 23 and 24. Teach with intelligence. Pray for guidance. These were supposed to be up there, but maybe Frank took a break. They are. Okay, I just don't have the scriptures. Okay, pray for guidance, James 1.5, if you're taking notes. These are good. Obviously, I went over them. Forgive those who hurt you. Colossians 3.13. Great insights, you guys. Number four, take care of yourself. Okay? 1 Corinthians 19.20. Jesus talks about taking care of your temple. 
This is his temple, your body, his body. Love others, Matthew 22, 35 through 40. It's one of the greatest and biggest commandments. Love God. He tells you to love your neighbors. Be a role model. Titus 2, 7. Don't be discouraged by failures. Joshua 1.9. Resolutions, you guys. Okay, that was number seven. You like one? Try one. Number eight. Value your friendship. Value your friendship. Ecclesiastics 4, 9 through 11. Help, the, help those in need. I know a lot of you help those in need. I see that. And all my brothers and sisters. Matthew 25, 34 through 40. I'm going to lean, like I said earlier, on number two. That is going to be my resolution. To ask God, pray for guidance. And prayer is a, a very important, vital role with you and God. It's, it's, um, it's a connection that it's a great practice that we can have with the Lord our time with him, you know. I know there's, like me, there's certain areas in, at home that there's a certain spot in your house that, you know, you love to pray, and where your sanctuary is at with God, you know, where you have your time with him. And there's just no other way, there's nothing better than that, to have a prayer life with God. Because that's our communication with him. Okay? And there's other ways of communication with God is by serving him. God sees you. He looks down. He sees what you're doing. He knows what you're going to do before you even do it. He knows what you're going to do before you even say it. He knows what you're going to do before you pray it. God knows everything. And Jesus is there for you. And to have that open line is prayer. Prayer is important. It's vital in our life, in our relationship with Jesus. Amen? Okay, so let's turn to Daniel, and I'll give you some examples. Um, Here are some examples that we have in the Old Testament and in the New Testament. And prayers from the beginning and prayers all the way to the end. Jesus, God shows us, Prayer is important in our lives. It's, it's vital, again. It's important. It, it, it not only has that nice relationship, that communication, just like you have with your spouse or a close friend or someone you're accountable, it, it helps you grow, helps you, God makes you stronger. Okay? It is very important in your lives to have that. No matter what time, no matter what day, don't matter how many days, don't matter how many times, but I always say it's good to just pray every day, every day, and I'm sure we all do. But I'm here to remind us, okay? So Daniel, Daniel 
9.4. Daniel says, I prayed to the Lord my God and made confession, saying, O Lord, the great and awesome God, who keeps covenant and steadfast love with those who love him and keep his commandments. So, God and his steadfast love and his promises, his covenant, they endure forever. And when you, when you pray, and you know, sometimes you're praying and you're saying, wow, oh, you know, I've been praying for this person for a long time and nothing's changed. And you, and, and you know, we're human, right? And we think that way. And you wonder why. But, yeah, we'll question God. Hey, I've been, I've been praying for him, man, and he's still the same old guy. He's the same old dude. He still talks to me like that. I, what, what's going on? You're not listening to me? What's going on here? Yeah, we're human. We will think that way. It happens. But God knows, and his promises, he always says, hey, you know, it, it's, it's my time, like, Brother Mark said, me time. It's God's timing, okay? It's not our timing. I know a friend. I've known him for a little over 40 years. Don't do the math. But I've been praying for that guy. I've been praying for that guy (laughs) that many years, okay? And, well, I take that back. Let me go back. I've I've been serving the Lord for almost 25, but... 25 years I've been praying for him, and he's still the same guy. Well, he's humbled down. Well, maybe because it's of his age. We're getting older, so we humble a little better, right? But nothing really has really drastically changed. Does that mean I'm going to give up? No, I'm not going to give up. Because we trust in the Lord. We believe that God's going to do something in his time, not our time. So if you have a prayer that you've been praying forever, You feel like it's been forever? I'm here to tell you, brothers and sisters, God is faithful. And he will come, and it will come to pass, and it will happen whether your eyes are here or not. Whether you're here or not, it will happen. Okay? Diane, come on up here, sister. Stand up here. Please. This is a time of prayer, sister, and we love you. I want some sisters to lay hands on Sister Diane, and we're going to pray for Sister Diane here, and we're going to claim something today, okay? Brother Mark, can you anoint? Thank you, brother. That's okay. Men are, I meant men and brothers and sisters. Come on. All right, so Lord, we right now, Jesus, we lift up our sister Diane to you, Father, right now, Lord God. And I know she has those questions, Lord, of why, Father, and the wise and the wise, Lord. But God, we know that you are a faithful God, Lord Jesus, and Jesus, that you are the King of healers, and that you do everything when we call on the name of Jesus. And we ask, Jesus, that you would heal Sister Diane from the top of her head, to the bottom of her souls, Lord Jesus. We ask, God, that you would just 
make a miracle in our sister. That, Lord, we believe and we trust and we know, Lord, that Diane's going to come back and say, there's a miracle. And that miracle, that testimony is going to be because of Jesus Christ who healed me. And we ask and we claim this, Lord Jesus. Our whole church stand right now holding her and touching her, Lord God. We ask God that you would touch her, Lord God. One touch from you, Jesus, and she is healed in the name of Jesus. I lift her up to you, Lord, right now, Father, and I speak to this disease. I speak to it, and I speak against it, Lord God, in Jesus' name. Go away. Go away now, Lord, I pray. In Jesus' name I ask. Amen. Amen. Give God the praise. Give God the praise. We love you, sister. We love you, and we claim that in the name of Jesus. Okay? That, that's a good thing because that wasn't in my notes. That was a God thing. And I. Well, we're not going to stand on those notes. We're going to believe in God and not in man. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 We're not going to believe that. Yeah. In Jesus' name. There's power in His name. When we pray, and we pray in His name, there's power in His name. Believe it. Have faith. There's power in His name. How many have seen miracles in your prayers? How many? Take a look, Diane. Take a look. Okay? It's, it's real. God is real. Hallelujah. Right? Amen? Amen. Psalms, um, let's go to Psalms 54 2. Psalms 54 2. Here's another prayer example, okay? Oh God, hear my prayer. Give ear to the words of my mouth. When we speak to God, when we speak to Jesus, He's your Abba Father, He's listening. He has the ears to hear, you know, what the Spirit has to say. God pours that on us. So prayer is, is again, I'm, I use the word vital. It's vital in our lives, you know. Prayer saves lives. Now look at the, 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 uh, the guy on the cross. He was nailed already. He was up there. He's gone through all the pain and all that. One's rejecting Jesus. The other one's saying, I'm sorry. Prayer saves lives. Okay? You hope this be with someone that you know that doesn't know the Lord, has been fighting. He knows the Lord, but he doesn't know the Lord. You know, that relationship with God. And you pray and hope to God that you can be there before he goes home. So you can send him home, you, God using you to send him home. How many have experienced that? Isn't that awesome? Isn't it awesome that God put you in that place like, oh man, Lord, your timing is perfect always, you know? Even when we think his timing is imperfect, because again, we're human. We will think that way sometimes. His timing is perfect because it's his timing and not ours. Amen? Amen? So, oh God, hear my prayers. Give ear to the words of my mouth. David, right? Isaiah 56, 7. 
Turn to, one, turn to someone and say, this is good stuff. All right. I'm on a row here. Okay. Isaiah 56, 7. Okay, I must have lost my page there. Here we are. Okay. These I will bring to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and their sacrifices will be accepted on my altar. Jesus already did that, right? Died for our sins. Man, think about that, okay? Why would you not talk to that guy, right? He died for you. Will be accepted in my altar, for my house shall be called the house of prayer for all peoples. The Lord God, who gathers the outcasts of Israel's, Israel, declares, I will gather yet others to him besides those already gathered. The house of prayer. Make your house a house of prayer. How do you make the house of prayer? You get on your knees. You do it because you have faith in God. You do it because you love Jesus. How do you make a house of prayer? Children will come and see you because of your faith. It's not because you're, I mean, live by example is good. Yeah, okay. But how do you bring a house of prayer? You pray in your house. Have you, ever, have you ever walked around? I have. Have you ever walked around your house? Nobody's home. This is when I like to do these things. It's only Desiree and I in our Labrador. But you're walking around the house, and you're walking the hallways, and you're walking the bedrooms, and you're just talking to Jesus. Lord, you know, anoint this house, Lord. Lord, let your Holy Spirit fill this house, Lord. Fill these rooms, Fill these restrooms. Fill this kitchen. Fill this living room. Fill the hallways in this house, Lord God, with your Holy Spirit. Anoint this place, Lord. And I, I remember Mark saying he did that when he found a place. And what, what did he do first? He invited a bunch of brothers to come over and pray over the home. How do you make a house of prayer? Invite Jesus into the house. Amen? Claim it to him. I had one... We were throwing this thing in our house in Riverbank when we lived, where we lived prior. And, uh, and, and no boasting, all the glories of God, but he says, uh, man, Ray, this is awesome that you do this, you know, for the guys, and you got the pool and the barbecue going on and all that. Yeah, you want to make a guy happy, give him food, okay? <laughs> I, and I say, hey, thanks, man, I appreciate that. But I'm just borrowing this place. This is his, man. This ain't mine. So I'm just giving it back to him. He's got the deed to this place. I don't. Okay? I'm just borrowing it. And he's let me use it. So I give it back to him. This is one of the ways. How do you make your house a prayer? Yeah. Open it up. Use it. It belongs to Jesus anyway. It's not yours. Sorry. Okay? It's not ours. Everything. I mean, when... (laughs) Well, I'm not going to go there. But anyhow, you know what I get. You get what I mean. Isaiah. Okay, I read Isaiah. We are going to Romans 12.12. Here's a good one. Romans 12.12. 
turn to someone and say, this is good stuff. Okay, Romans 12, 12. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in tribulations. What does it say? Be constant in prayer. Be constant in prayer. Okay? Now, I know we've all experienced this. Okay? You're praying under tribulation. Something's going on. Okay? Something's going on in your life. And you're praying. And you're praying. And you're centering your prayer in that in that storm. Who been there? Yeah. We all go through that. Because we live in this world. And God wants us to what? Not to go to man. I mean, it's okay to go to a brother or sister who's accountable and you reach out to them. And, you know, I have a couple of them that I reach out to. They're close to me. I can tell them my, you know, my issues. And I understand there's some that we can talk to and some we can't because it's ourselves. We're uncomfortable about it. It's not about the person, really. But when you're under that situation and you're under that pressure, whether it's friend, spouse, child, you know, your own children, whatever, God knows what you're going through. Jesus knows exactly what you're going through. He knows exactly what you are feeling he, he knows you from the inside out. He knows what the results are going to be. But in our own human minds, we, we're dreaming what it want, we want it to be. And so therefore, there becomes our prayer. And that's where I'm telling you, that's what we need to go, is go to that situation into prayer and ask God, because God's going like, hey, hello, I'm right here. I'm I'm here for this. I'm here to take care of you. Tell me your request. Tell me what it is. This is what Abba Father does. So when you're under that storm, even though, and, and trust me, I, I know that storm, been through many of them, and you, you think you can't, you think you will, you'll never get out of it, but trust in Jesus. Trust in God. Because what happens when all of a sudden, that storm goes away after hours, days, months of prayer for that one situation or experience that you had, all of a sudden, wash like crimson stone. You know, your crimson is just washed away, right? And what do you say? Oh, man, I, I knew that was going to happen. Yeah, right. But that's what God makes us feel like. He says, like, you know, Hey, I'm going to do this, but I'm going to do it at the right time because God's time is what? Perfect. Perfect time. So trust in him. Be patient even through our tribulations. Amen? Amen. So prayer, we just, can't, we just can't pursue any other way. There's just no other way to pursue this. Getting on your knees, sitting up, laying down, standing up, walking, not walking. Pray to God. Go and connect with him. And that is what he longs for. It's what he wants us to do, is to connect with him. Prayer works. Amen? Yeah. So in, verse, in the first verse, Daniel makes confession. 
and tells him how awesome God is. Is prayer only for asking? No. I feel that it's not. Prayer is not only for asking. We can't treat Jesus, we can't treat God like a fire extinguisher where only when the fires are there we take it off and we blow it off. can't treat God like that. Prayer is also for praising Him, worshiping Him. When you pray to God, when you're, when you're asking for your honey-do list to get fixed, you know, sing to Him. Dance for Him. Do whatever you think you think that you know that will please the Lord, right? He loves that. He wants that. This is what He just enjoys. And the angels are doing it with you. Because when you give yourself to Jesus, He gives you an angel. You have an angel. So prayer is not only for asking, it's to worship him, to praise him. It's for a lot more than just asking. Okay? Amen? So Daniel, he, he, com- he confesses, you know, he's doing his confession, and then he says how awesome he is. It's kind of like I'm praising you too, right? David, he asks God to give ear to the words of his mouth. Present yourself. Say what you're going to say to God. God wants to hear it out of your mouth. Even if you say it in your mind, God knows, because he knows everything about you. David did the same thing. This is all in the Old Testament. Isaiah claims to tell God his house will be the house of prayer. Isaiah says, this house is going to be the house of prayer, Lord. This house, I'm claiming it, it's going to be yours. It is yours. I'm going to use it to serve you. Let me have this so I can glorify you, okay? And because you did, use your home for the house of prayer. Walk on, around your house. Tell, the God, tell God to anoint that place. Tell him, you know, bring your Holy Spirit. I mean, make it, make it double portions. Pour it on here, Lord, and rebuke the enemy from this house, okay? Isaiah claims and tells God his house will be the house of prayer. And in the New Testament, Paul's letter is saying, be patient in tribulations. Be constant in prayer. Constant in prayer. He's not saying don't be, hey, God's not saying, just pray me whenever you feel like. He's constantly be praying for me. So basically, constantly be thinking about Jesus. Constantly be thinking about God. Wherever you go, whatever you're doing, think, be like Jesus. All the time. Your results will come out really good. Okay. I remember being at a job site one time and we were doing this hotel in San Jose and these two guys, two of my guys, we're not getting along. <laughs> and I'm down the corridor and I'm listening to this little rival going on at the end. I'm like, what the heck, what's going on with these guys? And I said, hey, one of you guys has got to be Jesus because they were full fighting. So one of you guys have got to be Jesus, okay? And he just kind of looked at me like, oh, Ray, what are you preaching to me again? And I'm like, one of you have to be Jesus. That's how you're going to settle this here, okay? Y'all barking at each other. You ain't going to get nowhere. One of you need to be Jesus, okay? All right, I'll leave you with that. <laughs> I didn't hear nothing after that. <laughs> but the results are good with Jesus, right? Amen? I mean, you bring Jesus in the equation, I mean, if 
The enemies are shaking in their knees, man. Right? You, you scare the enemies away. Right? Amen? Okay, now, I come to remind us, and, and I tried to get it on here, but it was just too much. But Sister Karen <coughs> Sweat, she, she, uh, she blows out this email. To, we all get it. And if you don't, go see Sister Karen and give her your email. And she, she throws out this prayer, praise, and prayer list, right? And how many of you, oh boy, you're going to see this, sister. How many of you read it? Hey, good results. All right. Well, guess what? That is a power tool for prayer. Amen? I mean, I like the, the praise reports, you know. Okay, oh, let's get the, who, who doesn't like to hear the praise first, right? And then, you know, you feel good about that. And then you go down the list. And then you're reading, oh, sister is going through this. Brother has got this sickness and so on. You know, our leaders need prayers. Our local leaders need prayer. You know, prayer is important. It's, it's vital. And that list, I challenge you, brothers and sisters. I challenge you, that list that Sister Karen, and thank you, sister, for doing that. And I hope that continues because it's important because prayer works. That list, I challenge you, brothers and sisters, pick everything. Pick one line. Pick something in there. Praise God for the praise reports, but pick something on that list and and pray about it. And you know what? Even chew on that for a while. Keep that you know, in your heart. Keep that in your mind and pray about it wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, wherever you're going. Take that line with you. Even write it down and put it in your pocket to remind you what that prayer was. Because prayer works. And that is our communication with God. One of the communications with God. Amen? Amen. So that list is important. I challenge you to do that, brothers and sisters, for the year 2023, that your prayer life will be strong and, your, and Jesus will be stronger in your life. Amen? Amen? So, that is my message for today. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Lord, we just thank you, Father, for this time. Again, Lord, this new year coming up, Father God whether it's resolutions or whatever it may be, Lord God, I pray that all my brothers and sisters and myself, Lord God, would, would grow stronger with you through prayer, Father, that our relationship, Jesus, will be even tighter and stronger and it would be uh, just more revealing, Lord Jesus, because, Lord, when we're close to you, Father, results are good, Lord, because we know that you are a faithful God and you are able to do all things, Lord God, through the name of Jesus Christ. So, Father, let this year be a year that we will gain more faith with you, Lord Jesus, that we would gain more of a relationship with you, Lord Jesus. And, Father, that whatever uh, challenges we come across, Father, that they're just going to be just a win in the air, Lord God, that they're just going to come and go, Lord God, and that we're just going to trust in you, Lord God, 
that you're going to do all things. And use us, Father. Use us. We are all, you, got, you gave us all different gifts, Lord God. And remind us, Lord Jesus, to use those gifts and not to just to hold them in our pockets, Lord God, but to use them, Lord Jesus. For your glory, we praise you in your mighty name. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen.